0: hello again everybody and welcome to the chris cast this week i have the christmas episode of the chris the christmas cast if you will um coming up in the second half i will be going over instead of my usual review going over some streaming platforms and holiday specials they have on but for now let's get into the news Of course, this week Christopher Reeves' Superman cape sold at auction for $193,750 at Julian's Auctions. This comes from BroadwayWorld.com. Julian's Auctions, the world record-breaking auction house to the stars, held its blockbuster event, Icons and Idols, Hollywood on Monday, December sixteenth, 2019. In Beverly Hills, California, in front of an exhilarated audience of collectors, superfans, and bidders, live on the floor, online, and on the phone. The year end extravaganza's over 400 fantastical items taken from the vault and production archives of Hollywood's greatest films, from the golden age of Hollywood to today's modern and new box office comics or classics, dazzled the auction marquee. One of the most recognized superhero costume pieces of all time, an original cape worn by Christopher Reeve in his iconic role as the Man of Steel in Superman, soared at today's auction, selling for $193,750 and setting a new world record as the most expensive superhero cape sold at auction. The famous cape made its only second auction appearance today after 40 years and was part of a worldwide contest to promote the movie's release in 1979, with the grand prize being one of the six original capes made for you and used in the film. The item's provenance included a letter from DC Comics president, as well as the editor and publisher, and a copy of a photo of Christopher Reeve choosing the winner and more. So, somebody got themselves a very nice deal for the small sum of $193,750. What's more iconic than Christopher Reeve's Superman cape? I'll leave that for you to decide. There's not a lot, though. Now let's move on to a trio of stories about Lucifer. This comes from ComicBook.com. Mark Bernardin pitched a Lucifer slash Constantine miniseries on Twitter and everyone wants in. A week after Lucifer Morningstar made his first appearance in the air as part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event, Fat Man Beyond host Mark Bernardin took to social media to pitch Warner Brothers on a miniseries teaming Lucifer with John Constantine, and both Ryan and Lucifer, Matt Ryan, the star of Constantine, both Matt, both Ryan and Lucifer, executive producer Joe Henderson, are up for it. The pair shared a scene in Crisis in which it was implied that there was some complicated backstory that involved Mazikeen and was maybe a little contentious. Bernardin's pitch would be a road trip story taking the pair from coast to coast. There's no word yet on whether Lucifer might have another scene on when, when Crisis on Infinite Earth comes back to finish its five episode run on January 14th. That said, a crossover like this one might be a good postscript to Crisis, given that the Arrowverse producers have to be wondering how to even attempt a follow-up to such a huge event. And that's been the question right there. How do you top the biggest event of the decade, possibly the century? You know, it's, it's going to be hard, so maybe step away from the crossovers and go into a miniseries. Five episodes, six episodes of Constantine and Lucifer. It's not going to be enough for the fans. But maybe it's the best way to go to make sure that you can pull those numbers in again. Because, let's face it, Crisis on Infinite Arts has definitely pulled in some viewers for the CW. And of course, staying with Lucifer, TV Time released a couple of top lists this week first one I'll go over is The Binge Report, the year of 2019. TV Time listed the shows that were most binged. That would be where they, every episode was watched in a row. Not just going to watch it here and there, but actually watching every episode in one sitting continuously. Not like one time watching it, but you, you get my drift. The binge report was ten Money Heist nine How I Met Your Mother eight Riverdale seven The Big Bang Theory six Game of Thrones five Stranger Things four Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Three. Grey's Anatomy two Friends. And the number one most binged show of 2019, Lucifer. I love the show. It's one of those, I tell people when I first started watching it, the first season, if they'd have canceled it, I'd have been okay. But the seasons have gotten so much better since, and I cannot stop bragging about how good the show Lucifer is. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Obviously a lot of people are. The other list that TV Time released this week was the Top 20 Most Watched Streaming Series of 2019. All but one of these actually were on Netflix. Number 20, The Society. Number 19, Big Mouth. Number 18, Marvel's Jessica Jones. Number 17, Mindhunter. Number 16. Love, Death, and Robots. Number 15, Atypical. Number 14, Marvel's The Punisher. Number 13, Dark. Number 12, Black Mirror. Number 11, The Umbrella Academy, which also was a great show that I highly recommend to you. Number 10, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Number 9, You. Number 8, Elite, coming in at seventh, Sex Education, the number six most watched streaming series of 2019, The Handmaid's Tale, number five, Orange is the New Black, number four, Money Heist, number three, 13 Reasons Why, and then the surprise comes in at number two, and number one as well, number two a surprise because I would have expected it to be number one, But the number two most watched streaming series of 2019 was Stranger Things, which leaves Lucifer as the number one most watched streaming series of 2019. Again, I'm telling you, if you have not checked out Lucifer, do yourself a favor and check it out. You will not be disappointed. Next, Billboard.com gives us the article... What's your favorite song of 2019? The article reads, After Billboard staffers assembled their picks for the 100 best songs of 2019, we asked readers to pick their 2019 song of the year, and the poll's write-in votes overwhelmingly went to two veteran divas. From our poll picks, the top three fan favorites were Boy With Love by BTS featuring Halsey with nearly 11% of the vote, Billboard's own number one selection, Bad Guy, by Billie Eilish, coming in second with 9.5% of the vote, and Lover, by Taylor Swift, with almost 8% of the vote. As for the write-in picks, we're sharing the top ten most popular songs below, starting with Celine Dion's Imperfections from her twelfth English Language Studio album and Billboard 200, number one debuting LP, Courage, the project's titular track, Flying On My Own, and Lying Down are also featured, securing four of the top ten spots on this list. Madonna had three of the most popular write-in offerings from the poll, including Medellin featuring Maluma, Crave featuring Sway Lee, and God Control. The top ten are as follows. Number ten. Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. Number nine. Celine Dion, Lying Down. Number 8, Tones and I, Dance Monkey. Number 7, God Control by Madonna, which personally I think was one of the best tracks on her recent album, Madam X. Number 6, Celine Dion, Flying On My Own. Number 5, Madonna featuring Sway Lee with Crave. Number four, Celine Dion, Courage. Number three, Big Wreck, Too Far Gone. Number two, Madonna, Medellin featuring Maluma. Number one, Celine Dion with Imperfections. And of course, it was reported that Mariah Carey hit number one with All I Want for Christmas is You this year after 25 years of release, so basically what I'm getting from these two countdowns is today's music is hurting so bad that artists who were on top of the world 20 and 30 years ago are beating out the artists of today. Take it as you want, that's how I take it. Okay, but enough enough of the entertainment, let's get Christmassy here. First off, not specifically a Christmas story, but definitely a feel-good story. This comes from the AnimalRescueSite.com blog, its title is Man Buys Turtles from the Food Market and Sets Them Free in the Ocean. Although it might come as a surprise to most people who read this, it is possible to buy live sea turtles for food in some areas of the world. Perhaps it also surprised Aaron Culling and Mark, his co-worker, when they were in Papua New Guinea at a local market and saw two sea turtles. Most sea turtles are classified as endangered or vulnerable, but it is still legal to fish for marine turtles in areas such as Mexico, Australia, and Papua New Guinea. Turtles are harvested for their meat and shells in those countries. When Aaron and Mark realized the turtles were going to be bought for food, they paid $50 to buy them, drove them to a safe area, and set them free in the ocean. They have done this a number of times, rescuing 10 turtles so far and giving them another chance to be free. More information about protecting sea turtles can be seen on the Sea Turtle Conservancy's website. And, you know, I've mentioned it before, I am a vegetarian for animal rights. But I have to give Aaron and Mark huge props for this. Paying $50 to set two sea turtles free. And having done this 10 times. Rescuing 10 different turtles. Good for them. Um, I don't have the means to be able to do that. But thankfully somebody out there is taking care of these creatures. So again, Aaron, Culling and Mark... We salute you. And from the wonderful story of Saving Turtles, let's move into a very heart-wrenching, sad story. This comes from KHOU11, com. Domestic Violence Shelter shares 7-year-old's heartbreaking letter to Santa. Just listen to what he wrote. Dear Santa... "'We had to leave our house. Dad was mad. We had to do all the chores. Dad got everything he wanted. "'Mom said it was time to leave and she would take us to a safer place where we don't have to be scared. "'I'm still nervous. I don't want to talk to the other kids. Are you going to come this Christmas? "'We don't have any of our stuff here. Can you bring some chapter books, a dictionary, and a compass and a watch?' I also want a very, very, very good dad. Can you do that too? Love Blake. If this doesn't tug at your heartstrings, nothing will. The article reads, from Fort Worth, Texas, a young boy's letter to Santa documenting his family's hardships in a domestic violence shelter has been shared by a Texas organization. According to Safe Haven of Tarrant County, an organization seeking to help victims of domestic violence A mother in one of the shelters found her seven-year-old son's letter. In his letter, Blake talks about being scared of his father and recounts how his mother and he got to the shelter. Blake also said he didn't have any of his things with him, so he asks Santa for books, a compass, and a watch. He also asks for a, quote, very, very, very good dad. The organization says thanks to donations, Blake is getting some of what he asked of Santa. The shelter provided a link to make a donation here, which you can see on the website. Again, that's khou.com. If you suspect someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, here are some tools and resources. The Florida statewide domestic violence hotline can be reached at 1-800-500-1119. It connects domestic abuse victims to whichever county res- resources available in their area. The CASA CASA and Panayas County Hotline can be reached at 727-895-4912. The CASA website also offers abuse victims a quick escape button, which erases the browser history in case the abuser checks it. You can watch Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence, CASA's parent organization, through their website. Just like I said, just a heartbreaking story. You you know things like this happen, but at this time of the year, you don't think about it. And you need to be reminded that there are this seven-year-old kid who is in a shelter, who has been abused. All he wants is a good Christmas and a new dad that will take care of him. I hope you get it, Blake. I really do. But we can't end on such a downer. So, from WSOCTV.com, Florida man pays utility bills for 36 families as Christmas present. This is from Gulf Breeze, Florida. A Florida businessman is making sure some families in the panhandle will have electricity and gas for the Christmas holiday. Michael Esmond paid off 36 delinquent utility accounts in the city of Gulf Breeze, the Pensacola News Journal reported. Esmond went to city officials earlier this month to find out how many bills were passed due. He paid them off. Earlier this month, Esmond, 73, went to the city of Gulf Breeze and requested a list of all utility accounts that were passed due and at a risk of having their gas and water turned off. There were 36 households with passed due accounts, and the Gulf Breeze resident paid off $4,600 worth of bills the newspaper reported. I wanted to do something that I felt would really help people at Christmas time who are trying to decide between paying bills and maybe having something cut off or buying presents for their family. Esmond, who owns Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas, told the News Journal. When I got my utility bill this month, I noticed that it said the cutoff date was December 26th. So I went to the city and asked how many people were going to have their gas or water shut off before Christmas. So they gave me the numbers and I paid them. Esmond said he can sympathize with people behind on their bills. He's been there before. Back in the 80s, I actually lived that, Esmond told WEAR-TV. I experienced a time where I had trouble paying bills and we actually had the gas disconnected. It happened to be one of the coldest winters in history. So, instead of receiving disconnection notices, families received cards with good news, WEAR reported. It is our honor and privilege to inform you that, the past, that your past due utility bill has been paid by Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas, the note read. You can rest earlier this holiday season knowing you have one less bill to pay. On behalf of Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas, we here at the City of Gulf Breeze would like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. Angela Cassio was one of the people whose bills were paid. The mother of four was stunned when she received the card. Without Gulf Breeze pools and spas, we paying that bill, my kids' Christmases would have greatly suffered, Cassio told the News Journal in a Facebook message Monday. Angels absolutely welcome among us, and they are the epitome of kindness and what paying it forward means to me. Again, Mr. Esmond, we salute you, we thank you, Anybody out there listening, please support Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas because Michael Esmond has done an amazing thing here paying off the back due debts of 36 families' utility bills. Merry Christmas to him, too. Well, that does it for the news this week. As I said, it's not going to be the regular review roundup. This week, I'm going to do a review roundup of streaming services, and Christmas specials to watch. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Let's start off with Voodoo. Voodoo has 121 free holiday streaming films. One that I'm seeing right offhand that should strike a note with my listeners, P2. If you recall, I reviewed it back a couple weeks ago on the show. Another one that I see on here that I highly recommend watching is Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin. Very good movie. For the wrestling fans, Santa's Slay, S-L-A-Y. With Bill Goldberg. Paul Walker fans will know the movie Noel. There are so many dog movies on here. A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale, The Dog Who Saved Christmas, The Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation, uh, Christmas for a Dollar Has a Horse in It, Black Christmas from the original 1974 release. The Elf, Naughty and Nice, Marry Me for Christmas, Yet Another Dog Movie, A Dog for Christmas, Uh, Jingle Bells is an animated feature, The Christmas Bunny, Uh, The Dog Who Saved the Holidays, Santa's Christmas Snooze an animated feature, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, The, the films go on and on. Another dog movie, Alone for Christmas. The 12 Days of Christmas Eve with Steven Weber. There's a few Krampus movies on here. Uh, 12 Dog Days Till Christmas. A Bulldog for Christmas. Like I said, if you are a dog lover, they have got you covered. Uh, Another one here with a Chihuahua. This is Our Christmas. Noel. So, in other words, there's a lot to choose from, but I would definitely suggest, above all else, check out Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin. Another one on here that I just saw that I am kind of intrigued by is All is Bright, starring Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd. Again, this is Voodoo, and these are free with ads. So, if you're looking for something and don't want to pay, there you go. Also, with Voodoo, you can purchase movies digital. You can redeem codes from digital releases, such as your Blu-ray that comes with a digital code. Um, There's also a sale right now, Lifetime Movies, for 99 cents. Hallmark movies for $5.99. They are Christmas movies. The one Lifetime movie they got me on had Dolly Parton in it. I believe it was called A Country Christmas. Excuse me, it was called A Country Christmas Story. And their description is, Musical icon Dolly Parton and R&B singer and producer Brian McKnight star in this Lifetime original movie. The film follows a young Appalachian mountain girl as she pursues her dream of becoming a country star against the wishes of her mother. Her journey to the stage at Dollywood with a singing competition hosted by Dolly Parton reunites her with her musician father and uncovers the musical legacy of African Americans in the world of country music. This film stars Desiree Ross, Megan Price, Brian McKnight, Mary Kay Place, Dolly Parton, Preston Bailey, Ross McCall, Jeff Witzke. Um, it was a good movie. I did enjoy it. it wasn't real Christmassy, though. It was my only complaint. Like I was watching it expecting a really good Christmas story, I ended up getting a story that part of it takes place at Christmas. So you could throw Steel Magnolias in to that type of film where Steel Magnolias runs the gamut of holidays. This one didn't really run the gamut of holidays, but it did run the course of a year, from one Christmas to another. But, moving on, if you have the DC Universe, you will have many choices to watch. Live action Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, from Season 2, Season's Greetings, significant about that episode, Sherman Hemsley, and Isabel Sanford, of course, we know them best of the Jeffersons, Sherman Hemsley plays the Toy Man in the Season's Greetings episode of Lois and Clark. Season 3 episode, Home is Where the Hurt Is. And Season 4 episode, another well-loved episode of the Lois and Clark series, Twas the Night Before Mixedness. This one starred Howie Mandel as Mr. Mitch's Piddalick. It's, it's definitely one of my favorite episodes to watch every year for Christmas. Also on the DC Universe, you have two Wonder Woman live-action Christmas episodes. The first one is very much a Christmas story. It's called The Deadly Toys. It takes place in Season 2 of Wonder Woman. Guest stars Frank Gorshin as the toy maker. You know me, I love my Wonder Woman. I watch it every year. The second episode is from Season 3 and it's entitled Pot of Gold. This one is about a leprechaun. He's a shoemaker who has a pot of gold that they're trying to steal, and the leprechaun has to try and get it back on his own. Definitely an odd idea for a Christmas story, but it is a Christmas story nonetheless. In the animation department, you have the Batman the Brave and the Bold episode, Invasion of the Secret Santas. Batman the Animated Series has Christmas with the Joker, and of course, the wonderful Mark Hamill portrays the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. The follow-up to the Batman the Animated Series, the new Batman Adventures, has Holiday Nights episode. Static Shock gives you Frozen Out. Justice League gives you Comfort and Joy. On Netflix we have other DC shows that you can watch now granted you cannot watch these on DC universe and there are plenty of shows on Netflix as well as films on Netflix to watch I currently don't have a subscription to Netflix and Hulu so I can't really go through everything I'm sure they have a good collection for you but On Netflix, you can watch the Rain episode of Supergirl from 2017, Arrow episodes from 2012, Year's End, from 2013, Three Ghosts, from 2014, The Climb, from 2015, Dark Waters, and from 2016, What We Leave Behind. The Flash CW series gives you The Man in the Yellow Suit from 2014. The next year in 2015, they gave us Running to Stand Still. Season 3, 2016, gave us The Present. And Season 4 in 2017, gave us Don't Run. Also on Netflix, you can watch Legends of Tomorrow episodes, both from 2017. Turncoat, and Bebo, the God of War. And staying with the superhero type theme and Supernatural, Hulu gives us some choices. Of course, you've got Smallville, the Season 5 episode Lexmas. Season 5 was one of their weakest seasons, but gave us some of the best episodes. Lexmas, was definitely one of the best. In Season 7, again, another week season, gives us the Christmas episode, Gemini. Also on Hulu, you can watch The X-Files. In 1997, Season 5, X-Files gave us Christmas Carol with the part 2 titled Emily. And in Season 6, They gave us what I consider one of the best Christmas episodes ever made. How the Ghosts Stole Christmas. The Ghosts Portrayed by Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin. Also on Hulu, as far as superhero stories go, Roswell. Season 2, A Roswell Christmas Carol. And Season 3, Samuel Rising. Again, I do not have a Hulu subscription current, but I'm sure they have a good selection that you can look through as well. If you're still not satisfied with your superhero stories, there's The Six Million Dollar Man on NBC app, free with ads. There's the episode of Bionic Christmas Carol. On the Roku channel, you have a holiday section. It has 39 films in it, many of which I saw on the voodoo section. However, Money Train, which I admit I have not watched and do not know if it's on there, if it's an actual holiday movie, it's listed. Blizzard from 2003 is another one I see. Borrowed Hearts with Eric McCormick from Will & Grace is on the Roku channel. Christmas Ice-tastrophe sounds like a wonderfully terrible film. The greatest story ever told. Stranger in the House looks to be a horror film set at Christmas. Uh, Snowmageddon. Unlikely Angel with Dolly Parton, fantastic film. Santa Claus from 1985 is also on there. So that gives you some more options to check out. Pluto TV gives you a live stream option. Starting at Channel 102, they have TV Christmas. It looks to have shows, specials, and films. There's the TV Mistletoe channel. There is the Christmas Fireplace channel on channel 104. All fireplace all the time. There is the Holiday Lights channel. It's got a show called Christmas Time. The def- the description of it is create a warm holiday atmosphere in your home with the sights and sounds of Christmas filmed in high definition. Perfect as a background for holiday entertaining, opening presents, or simply relaxing. So it's basically sounds like the Fireplace Channel. Instead of a fireplace, you have different uh, Christmas scenes. On channel 106 is MTV Missile Yo. Get in the holiday spirit and catch the most festive music videos and songs of all time with MTV's Missile Yo on Pluto TV. From Run DMC, to Mariah, to Ariana, to even Adam Sandler, and everything in between. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the most wonderful time. And finally in their holiday channels is Vivo Holiday. Current and classic videos to help you celebrate the season. Going back to subscription services, Amazon Prime does not have a specific holiday section that I see. However, they do have... In each category of movies, it seems like uh, holiday films are featured. They also, included with Prime, are streaming Eureka, Chuck. Uh, They have I Love Lucy Volume 1. I'm not sure the Christmas episode will be in that. Uh, Cheers is on there. I believe they had some Christmas episodes. So, there are plenty of choices on Prime as well. Eureka had a Christmas episode. Uh, let's see what else is on here. Nothing else that I'm noticing right offhand to have Christmas episodes, but I'm sure there are. I'm just not familiar with them. So, you do have choices on Amazon Prime as well. And the final one I will go over is Disney+. You have... A holiday movies and specials section. They have Noel, the D- Disney Magical Holiday Celebration, Arendelle Castle Yule Log, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3, Mickey's Christmas Carol, The Santa Claus, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. One of my favorites. I watch it every year. I think it's one of the best tellings of the story. The Muppet's Christmas Carol. Santa Paws 2. The Santa Pups. Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Good Luck Charlie Christmas. Uh, One Magic Christmas. The Ultimate Christmas Present. Disney's Twas the Night. The Christmas Star, Full Court Miracle, The Original Miracle on 34th Street, Pluto's Christmas Tree, The Twelve Dates of Christmas, and Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. For a regular series, you've got The Ultimate Spider-Man, Season 3, Episode 11, Nightmare on Christmas. The the description is, Spider-Man sees what the world would be like without him on X-Men Evolution season 2 episode 9 on Angel's Wanes. The description says it's Christmas time and a mysterious angel has been sighted. And the final one I will discuss is the X-Men season 4 episode 14 Have Yourself a Morlock Little Christmas. The description reads Storm and Grouchy Humbug Wolverine go last minute shopping in Manhattan. So, I hope that gives you some choices to watch for your Christmas entertainment. Hopefully some things that you did not realize were out there. Again, there's so much streaming that you can participate in. Either subscription or not. Free stuff. Legitimately free with ads. There are shows on ABC.com. There are shows on NBC, uh, CW, and the CW Seed. There are plenty of choices out there is what I'm saying. So if you're looking for your Christmas entertainment, I've given you plenty of options. There are plenty more to find. But that's it for me for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, email address chris underscore h71 at yahoo.com the twitter handle is the same at chris underscore h71 feel free to comment add to what you think you should have been mentioned as far as Christmas episodes give me ideas on what you want to hear me review comment on my news articles that I've read Or just tell me what you think in general. But until next week, have a Merry Christmas everybody, and I'll see you then.